Welcome to the Prophecy Club. Today we're going to talk about how America is walking exactly the path that the prophets said that she would. Now, I'm talking about the warning of Demetri Dudeman. So let's start with that and let's talk about just how close we are to the fall of America. Again, the angel that spoke to Demetri said that the fall, listen carefully, the fall of America will start with an internal revolution started by the communists. Some of the people will start fighting against the government. Let's just take just that much. The fall of America will start with an internal revolution started by the communists. Some of the people will start fighting against the government. The government will be busy with internal problems. Then from the oceans, Russia, Cuba, Nicaragua, several of them, they'll attack. And in one hour, America will be defeated. Can you imagine... After, let's say, 100 bombs are dropped on the top 100 cities all in one hour, can you imagine what our life is going to be like? Well, problem is, prophecies, and it's been a while since I read that one, said that actually the bombing goes on for three days. In other words, dropping bombs at will any place they want to, unfettered, unstopped, unmolested at all, three days. So my guess is we're probably talking in excess of a thousand nuclear bombs, and we aren't talking about suitcases on this. We're talking about ones. That at least some sources have told me that they have them that are now two hundred and fifty times more powerful than what was dropped on Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Deuteronomy fifty or fifty-one says the earth is moved at the taking of Babylon. So what we're talking about is nuclear bombs that are so big, so powerful, it literally changes the rotation of the earth. Now, we do know that Isaiah, oh, I believe it's 19, says that the earth will reel to and fro, back and forth like a drunkard, and turneth upside down and scattereth abroad the inhabitants thereof. I don't know if so many nuclear bombs dropped on America is what does that or not. I don't know. But... Uh, Try to imagine what happens. So let's say it's now a few hours after the bombs have dropped. What do you think is going to be happening? Of course, we're talking about death, violence, on a scale that we can't even possibly imagine. But now let's look two, three weeks, four weeks past that. And for just a moment, let's try to get past all of the death and mayhem and destruction. When life finally begins to get to the, quote, new normal, what do you think is going to happen? We're talking about revival that we can't even possibly imagine. We're talking sevenfold miracles we can't possibly imagine. The prophets say that the cities, surprisingly, the cities will be places of refuge. The people return to the church. They can't count on the government to help them, so they have to go to the church. Okay, okay, now here's my point in saying all. I'm not trying to scare you. I'm not trying to bring, you know, like whatever part of your day might be good. I'm not trying to destroy the rest of your day. What I am trying to say is at some point, there are going to be people that are searching for answers. What happened? I thought God was with us. I thought we were the greatest nation on earth. Why I thought that America would last forever. What is this? And where's the rapture? You see what I'm talking about? At some point, there are going to be masses of people that did survive, and they're going to be looking for answers. 
and they're not going to be able to find it from their pastor. Oh, yeah, their pastor is going to be able to pat them on the back and hug them, and he's going to tell them, oh, well, this couldn't have been God. Well, <laughs> at some point, people are going to wake up. They say, oh, yes, this was God. Absolutely, positively, this was God. I mean, if you go read Deuteronomy 32, it says, I kill, I make alive. I wound, I heal, and neither can any deliver out of my hand. Revelation says that Jesus has the keys of hell and death. That means that he decides who goes to hell or heaven. He decides when people die, where they die, how they die. Now, yes, there's probably going to be some good people killed in that, but (laughs) good people killed every day. My point is, We, as in you, listening to me right now, if you're listening to this broadcast, even on an occasional basis, let me say this again. I've said it many times. You, my brothers and sisters, you are watchmen. Means that God is not having you listening to this broadcast that, frankly, most people can't listen to because they don't know the Bible well enough and because and because and because, and there's lots of reasons. We're not going to get into the reasons. But the point is, is if you are listening to it, at least on an occasional basis, you're listening to it because the Spirit of God has you listening to it, because he has a call on your life. He has a job for you to do. Let's just, let's talk about the elephant in the room here, okay? The truth is, you're listening to this broadcast because God knows that he's going to need some people in his army that will be able to walk in sevenfold miracles, that will be able to give an answer, when so many other, including, sorry to say, pastors that have not prepared themselves, Christians have not prepared themselves, and people of the world. Look, there's a lot of folks in the world, they were raised in a Christian home. Their mama, their daddy, their brother, sister, some of them are even pastors, but they know about Jesus, and maybe they even accepted Jesus, but they hadn't had much to do with him, and this, unfortunately, is the lion's share of the people out there. All of a sudden, bombs drop all over, and we're talking, eh, two, three days, two, three weeks, maybe in two or three months, but there's going to be a point, you see, where they're going to be looking for answers. And what in the world, how come this happened? How could God do this? How could God destroy the greatest nation on earth? Why, this is where all the Christians live. You see what I'm saying? You're going to be God's mouthpiece. You you are going to be the one that has to give an answer. Yeah, look, they're not going to find any place else. There are going to be a lot of people that have a lot of guesses. But look, at when you can say, look, we knew this was coming. I mean, you, take, for example, my life. What do you think is going to happen in my life? There are going to be people coming to me saying, okay, okay, you have my attention. I thought, you matter here, I'll tell you a prophecy. This was given September 30th, 1994 by Kevin Funderbest Houston. He said, the time is going to come where people will come and repent before you, saying, I did not see how God was in what you're doing, but now I see, and I will get behind you, and I will support you. He said, your greatest enemies, your greatest critics, will become your biggest supporters. Well, I'd like to think that that happens before the nuclear bombs hit, but can you imagine the day after that? When we, I'm talking about you and me and all the people have been trying to tell people this stuff's coming. Can you imagine, can you imagine what is going to be happening? Finally, they're going to be listening. And that's when, brothers and sisters, that's the point of this broadcast. 
And I'm not talking about this one 30-minute broadcast. I'm talking about this is the point of the Prophecy Club. He's got you listening because he wants you to be able to say, okay, look, it, come here. Let's dig out our King James Bible. Let me show you where this is written in the Bible. And you're going to turn to Revelation 18. You're going to turn to Isaiah 13, 21, 47. You're going to turn to Jeremiah 15, 51. You're going to show them all of this was in the Bible. We've been trying to tell you, but no, no, no. You're too busy having fun. Too busy having your big bank account, building your big business. Too busy going off and having vacations, lots of fun. You're too busy. Well, now you're not too busy. You see what I'm saying? Now, we don't want to like rub it in her face. We don't want to be hateful or hurtful. We don't, no, 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 no. We have to give them love. We have to love these people and have to explain to them, yes, you were told there's going to be a pre-trib rapture, and I'm very sorry about that, but can't help that. But you were the one that didn't do the research. You didn't do the research that you should have done because it's in the Bible. See, you listen to somebody else tell you what the Bible said. So at the end of the day, it was your fault. <laughs> I mean, I know it sounds like I'm being mean today. I'm, I'm trying not to be mean. I mean, we got to show love, brothers and sisters. We got to show them love. We got to show them, yes, Jesus loves them. And this is the hand of God. And he did this to get people's attention. There's a lot of people that now are listening. As you look around, cities are bombed out. People are coming out, and there's all kinds. Of, look, and the miracles begin. There's, yeah, they need doctors. They need hospitals. They need all kinds of medicine. But Jesus arises in his church with healing in his wings. Brothers and sisters, this is the finest hour for Jesus, the finest hour for the gospel. This is when Jesus will show up. And that's the reason I keep telling you, look, brothers and sisters, you got to get ready you got to know Bible prophecy. And I don't mean just my book. I'm not trying to sell my book. I'm talking about the Bible. You're, this one, you're going to have to pop that Bible open and say, all right, we're going to get together. Gather around the campfire. Let me tell you. Let me explain. Let, let me Look, this is all. We knew this was coming. We've been talking about this for years. There's no surprise. No surprise at all. Now they're listening. Now they're willing to say, okay, and you will see them with tears in their eyes, giving their heart to Jesus. And I would like to think that the sports stadiums take place before the bombs hit, but maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe those sports stadiums are filled when maybe they're in cities that didn't get bombed out. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'd love to be able to tell you. I can tell you what's coming. I don't know. But that's the point. We don't know, brothers and sisters. we got to get ready. we we got to be ready for whatever's coming. And it starts... With knowing your Bible, turn off the TV. Turn off all this entertainment. Turn off having a good time. Look at it. I turn the TV off, and I come in, and that's when I practice reading my Bible, memorizing Revelation. That's when I write these two books. After the evening is all settled down, and it's just me and the Lord. And I get an hour, two, sometimes even three. Sometimes I even stay up until the wee hours in the morning. But what I'm saying, look, I still go to the movies sometimes. Uh, we're talking about going out to eat this evening. I mean, I like living that life too. But you see, seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and its righteousness. And all these other things going to be added to you. In other words, brothers and sisters, you, <laughs> you listen to this broadcast, you have been called. 
you have been called to prepare yourself to give an answer, to lead people to Jesus, to have the answer that they didn't bother finding. You got to have it. You can't say, okay, look at, well, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to look up, you know, okay, it's the research time has passed. The reason, look, you might not have anything but maybe a candlelight. Okay, the main, maybe you, you don't have any electricity at all. That's when you gather the Bible studies, and they, it's not going to be five and ten people. It might be two or three hundred. It might be five hundred people. And they are listening to you because you can give them an answer. They're not going to be listening to those pastors who've been telling them, oh, you don't have to worry about this. Oh, there's going to be a pre-trib rapture. There's going to be a mid-trib rapture. You don't have to worry. Jesus is not. He wouldn't dare allow us to go through this. And by the way, as you're doing this, off in the distance, it's the beast. He's talking. He's on every radio, every TV station, every place you go. He's the only thing that they hear. And so you have a big competitor. Not only that, but as time moves on, all of the people that didn't accept Jesus turn into hunters. And they're hunting down the Christians. And Revelation 13.10 says, And he that leadeth into captivity shall go into captivity. And he that killeth with the sword, must be killed with the sword. Here is the patience and faith of the saints. What's that saying? Well, you have to understand patience is someone that does not quit. It's not talking about don't quit your job. It's talking about don't quit Jesus. Meaning, as you see people turning others over to the beast and the new world order, you don't do it. As you see others coming out and there is a battle, and they're pulling out their shooting irons, it's saying if you kill, you will be killed. Meaning, in all of this time, look, I don't like this. I don't like what I'm about to say, but I'm just quoting the word. So if you don't like it, go to the word. Go to your knees. Go to the Father. Ask him what's going on. It says that we're not to fight against the beast. We're not to turn people in. That's what it's. I'll hear. I'll quote it again. It says, and he that leadeth into captivity shall go into captivity. He that killeth with the sword must be killed with the sword. Here is the patience and faith of the saints. And by the way, it says it twice in Revelation. That means that there's not going to be a battle when the beast and all the beast's people, all those people with the mark of the beast start coming after you. Your only option, brothers and sisters, is to fall to your knees or run and hide. And chances are you will be found. And chances are you will have to make a decision whether you are going to take the mark or whether you're going to have patience, whether you're going to stick with Jesus. I'm saying that, yes, in the flesh, the things that are coming are going to be terrible, 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 terrible beyond our possible imagination. But I'm also saying it is for our good, the good of the world. Look, don't you know, think back in your own life. Many of the people listening right now found Jesus in a particular time of difficulty, didn't you? Well, that's what the tribulation's for. It's a worldwide time of difficulty to make everyone make a decision. Either you take the mark or you lose your head. Either you take the mark, and if you take the mark, you're tormented and with fire brimstone, the presence of the holy angels, and whosoever receives the mark of his uh, whosoever receives his mark, the name of his number, 
He should be, and the smoke of the tournament ascendeth up before God, and they have no rest day or night who worship the beast or his image or whosoever receiveth the mark of his name. In other words, don't take that mark. Don't do it. Don't do it. You may be, a lot of bad things might happen to you, but they'll all be happening in the name of Jesus. And whosoever overcometh will not be hurt of the second death, meaning you are going to live forever. The greatest blessing in the world is to give your life for Jesus. And I'm not getting into all that. But I, what I am trying to say is you have to be prepared. you got to get your Bible in your heart, not on your desk. you got to get the Bible. you got to learn the scriptures. you got to learn the prophecies. You have to get ready to preach before hundreds, possibly thousands. You have to get ready for the greatest soul-winning time of your life. You have to get ready for angel visits, brothers and sisters. I'm t- look at look. I hope you're hearing. You have to get ready in the night. Here's what's going to happen to you. You know that word. You know those prophecies. You understand it. People are going to be coming to you with big questions, and you better have the answers. You're going to have angels come to you in the night, wake you up in the middle of the night, and say, "Look, it. It's time for you to go. You you got to go here, or bad things going to happen. Oh, tomorrow. Here's what I want you to talk on." Uh, I'm going to be with you tomorrow, and you're going to be healing three people. Three of them is going to be dead as a doornail. You're going to bring them back from life, and I'm going to be using you in powerful miracles. Tomorrow, I want you to go into the city. Tomorrow, I want you to go into the city where the bombs have hit, and whatever you lay hands on will be instantly healed. That's why you're listening to this program. It's not listening so you can get scared. It's listening to get you ready, brothers and sisters. And if you got that pre-trib rapture, you got to throw that stuff away. If you got all of this busyness with the world and you're caught up in the things of the world, you got to throw that stuff away. You got to grab onto your Bible. You got to fall on your knees. You got to build that prayer closet, brothers and sisters. Build that prayer closet. I'm not talking about hammers and nails. I'm talking about flat knees. If you have never fasted, if you call yourself a Christian, you've never fasted for a whole day. You should have been fasted at least a day or two or three. My goodness, I've done a 40-day fast. I'm not talking about it right now. What I'm saying is you got to come out of the world, and you got to get close to God. Look, at these bombs hit. I don't know exactly what's going to happen, but I can tell you one thing's going to happen, and that is miracles. The church is going to rise with healing in the wings. Great miracles like we can't even understand are going to be happy. Yes, there's going to be fighting. Yes, there's going to be death and day and, and mayhem. But you have to understand, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. (laughs) Those scriptures aren't just something to read about. Look, if you don't have Psalm 23 memorized, get it. If you don't have Psalm 91 memorized, get it. If you've not maybe memorized the book of Revelation, if you don't have my book, I'm telling you, you're missing it. You are missing your call. You got to have my book. You got to know those prophecies. You have to prepare for the stumps. <laughs> I'm talking about when you get up on top of a tree stump, and it's not just 10, 20 people gathering, and it's not people complaining and asking you all sorts of questions, trying to get you in a corner, trying to embarrass you. Instead, it's people, please, please tell us. Would you teach us again? Thank you so much for teaching us. Help us to understand. Help us to understand what in the world is going on. Why would God do this? You knew the Russians were coming and you didn't tell anybody? I ain't going to answer that. <laughs> I ain't going to. Which, by the way, you know, it's summertime. In Prophecy Club, 
you know, we ought we ought to not just be begging for money. We ought it ought to be coming in hand and hand over fist. It ought to be where where are the people with the million dollar donations? Where are they? I can tell you where they are. They're out there driving their Lamborghinis and their fancy cars. They're fancy. They're going to the fancy houses, the fancy uh, 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 golf courses. They're having lots of good. They're having a good time. But what the prophecies say is that's going to go away, and they're going to be searching for Jesus, and they're going to be hurting real bad, and it's not too far away. You mark my word. I don't know if it's this year. Probably not. I don't know if it's any, I do not know when Jesus is going to return, and I do not know when the bombs are going to hit, but I do know. I got six chapters in the Bible saying America going to fall. Now, you can laugh if you want to, but I don't think people listen to this broadcast last night. I, I, what I'm trying to say is you got to come out of the world. You got to look, you got to get serious. So let's talk about the elephant in the room today. You got to get serious. You, brothers and sisters, you have got to come out of the world. Don't sit there and look at me and say, oh, I, oh I'm, I'm not like the other. It doesn't make any difference how many other people around here you, you, you're better than. What makes a difference is whether you're ready to go and preach. Are you ready for an angel to come to you in the night? Are you ready to start hearing audible voices saying, go over and lay hands on this person? Are you ready to start giving personal prophecies? And it's, look, you know, you only have a few days to live. you got to receive Jesus. I don't know what it's going to be. But are you ready to walk in the power and the word of God? Are you ready for those days? Brothers and sisters, it might not be too far. Look at these hundred. What's the number? 106,502. 106,502 people now have sealed indictments. And I just pulled up the site. It's not a joke. I mean, this is an official government site. And it lists all of it. And you can see, you know, this person has a person's name versus uh, the state of Colorado or versus the state of Alaska. I just flipped through several of them. And then all of a sudden it says, Sealed, 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 sealed. This is an official government website, and there are 106,502 sealed indictments. You want to guess what's going to happen when Bill and Hillary Clinton and some of these other, we're talking about really famous people. Maybe they're celebrities, maybe they're singers, not just congressmen. But I mean, it'd be people in government too, but really, really famous, very well-beloved people, they're arrested. They're not put on a show trial at OJ, like O.J. Simpson. They disappear into the night, off in an airplane where they're locked down until they get to some prison island, never to be seen or heard from again, and possibly within 30 days they're executed. What do you think is going to happen to America? There's going to be an internal revolution. Some of the people will start fighting against the government. The government will be busy with internal revolution, internal chaos, fighting, arguing, I mean, they will. You think it's bad now, brother? Sis, you ain't seen nothing. Just like Terry Bennett said, what the United States is going to go through is civil conflict. <laughs> it's not just Trump versus Nancy Pelosi. It's not just the Squad versus Trump. It's it is a war internal, like we can't even believe. United States is going to go through civil conflict, civil war, then invasion. Goes on down, says, a dramatic change will come to our government. Oh, well, I know a lot of people say, yeah, well, <laughs> Donald Trump getting elected was a dramatic change. Well, I don't argue with that, but it ain't nothing compared to what's coming. 
There would be a time of anarchy and chaos. For a while, you have a fractional government, which means basically the government comes down to the state level. Why? Because the military has to step in and seize control of the government. You'd call it a coup, but in all honesty, it'll be to help our nation. In other words, it's not the federal government stepping in and taking over Trump. No, it's Trump stepping in and taking over all of the Nancy Pelosi's, the Chuck Schumer's. I don't, now, please, I'm not saying that they're bad people. Maybe they haven't done a thing, but others have. And we got 106 sealed indictments. I've seen the government website that lists them. Now, it doesn't have names. I mean, for the other unsealed indictments, you can see the names. You can click on them. You can go fly. Look, and it's, it's not just one month. They've been doing this for month after month after month. And it used to be there was only 150 to 350 sealed indictments across the nation at any one time. Never in history have we had 4,000. We don't have 4,000. We have 106,502 sealed indictments. What do you suppose is going to happen when people like Beyonce are arrested? Oh, no, we want you to let them go. Okay, people that... They really beloved, famous singers, famous people, maybe governors. I mean, really well-beloved people, and all of a sudden, they're arrested. In one week, maybe even overnight, they're all arrested. What do you think is going to happen, brothers and sisters? I'm trying to look. I'm not trying to scare you. I'm trying to say you got to get ready. Quit playing games. Come out of the world. Get to know your Bible. Get to know your Lord. Be understanding of Bible prophecy. My book will help. Get Ready. It's coming. I don't know if it's this year. I don't know if it's next year. But I'm sure, pretty sure it's less than five to seven years away. And here, here's the thing. Five to seven years going to pass really, really quick. So I recommend you get my book. My book has 30 revelations in it, an audible voice, and two visions. I do not know of another prophecy book out there that even claims that they've heard from God. I don't even, there may be, I mean, I'm not an expert. I haven't researched every prophecy book out there. But I can tell you, before God, as God is listening to me right now, that's God's book. I know it's God's book. And it's, I'll tell you something else. It's not easy to read. I mean, it's simple, but it's not a cakewalk. This is not an entertaining book. This is a reference book for you to learn how to teach Bible prophecy. It's not exactly easy to go through. It's not for entertainment. It's not about entertainment. It will take some study. It will take some of your time. That's the reason I say don't get one. I'm even going to say don't get five for 30. I'm even going to say don't get 10 for 55. Go down and buy a whole case. Get you a case of 60, $250. Oh, come on. You can come up with $250. Look, it costs $300 to $600 to go watch one of those fast races, you know, where they go around in a circle or where they have the cars that go really, really fast for a quarter mile. Look, you'll spend, I I looked it up because somebody said, hey, man, you need to go. I mean, my son said, I'd love to go to one of those races. Well, so I looked it up, like $300 a ticket. I said, I can't pay that. I don't have that kind of money. And so look, when you give $250 to have 59 other copies to be able to give away in a time of trouble to where you can teach Bible prophecy, you you should be taking this into your church. You should be taking the book into your pastor. You should be holding sessions on Bible prophecy, teaching Bible prophecy. Look, the time to learn Bible prophecy is not after the nukes hit, brothers and sisters. The time to learn Bible prophecy is now when you still have electric light, 
when you still have air conditioning and you can, in the comfort of your own home, read and study and learn about Bible prophecy. Oh, I know Bible prophecy. And if you hadn't read my books, you don't, <laughs> if I can be humble for just a second, if you don't, if you haven't read my book, you don't understand Bible prophecy. And that's not patting me on the back because I did not know one thing, not one thing in my book. Two, well, what it was two and a half years ago when I started memorizing Revelation. It's all new information. I promise you do not know what's in my book. You do not know what's in my book. You don't know it. One for 20, five for 30, 10 for 55 at prophecyclub.com. 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 It is summer. It's really dry in our mailbox. If you can help us, now would be a really, really good time. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your prayers and Thank you for your gifts of support. God bless. You can now watch 160 Prophecy Club recordings and soon over 300 without interruption. Most people would agree 300 titles, normally $30 each. A gift of $100 a month would be reasonable. $50 a pretty good deal, but the introductory rate for a limited time is just $20 recurring monthly subscription. A one-year subscription is a gift of $200. There's no contract. You can cancel any time you want to, and you get the first three days free just to check it out. The best deal is a yearly subscription that'll lock in your rate for a year, even when we raise the rates. WatchProphecyClub.com. Go check it out. WatchProphecyClub.com. 